right. Hey, guys. Okay. Sorry, uh, sorry we're late. I blame TJ. Just right under the bus. Yes. Him. Yes. Blame TJ. <laughs> right right under the bus on this one. We have... Those darn kids. We have an awesome episode of Sawdust Talk for you tonight. Uh, but before we get started, we want to thank our sponsors, Surf Prep, right up there. Do, 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 do. Uh, they're great. If you like sanding, uh, you're a weird person. But if you don't like sanding, that makes it better. Uh, and then our other sponsor, George Supply Co., uh, they have a great line of Maker products and CA glues. So if you got to make something stick, check out uh, George Supply Co. All right. I am Braden with Little Bug Woodworking. I'm in Omaha. I do a lot of woodworking of all varieties, but a lot of what I do is on my CNC, um, which our guest tonight probably doesn't know anything about. So, uh, TJ, who the heck are you? I'm TJ with TJT Workshop. I'm over here in St. Louis, Missouri. Most of the time when I'm doing woodworking, it's on a lathe, but it's really cold in my workshop this evening. And so we are enjoying... uh, being on the other side of the door tonight. So you guys get to see my uh, fancy bookshelf here and a copy of Hero Quest over my shoulder. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun talking with Stone and, and getting to know more about the intricacies of uh, CNC. All right, Stone, the man with a name that sounds like you should be in pro wrestling, but somehow is in making. Who the heck are you, bud? Um, well, my name is, is Stone. Uh, believe it or not, that's my legal first name. Parents gave it to me. Um, but yeah, I, uh, my Instagram Stonefinity. I, I work for Onefinity. That is my full-time job. Um, so I get to play with these bad boys all day and help people out with them and go to shows and meet people and do all the fun stuff. I do a lot of things for the company. So, uh, Wear a, lot, wear a lot of hats. Yeah, it's a, it's a good looking banner. I've been rearranging, so I actually don't have one up right now. But I uh, I moved my entire CNC from this corner, just right behind me, just for the live. It was a ton of work. Um, I'm going to move it right back. No, actually, I'm just kidding. Uh, ironically, I moved it closer to my dust collector, but further away from actual functional dust collection because I can't connect it right now. But you know it works. It's a background just for just for you, bud. Hey, I appreciate the effort. I, it really goes a long way. I mean, what's better than two CNCs in one line? Three, three CNCs in in one live. TJ, I think your uh, your robotic accuracy at the lathe would constitute a CNC like device. You are the machine. I Much- am. I, I am the computer. I am numeric, nunchuckedly controlled. Yes, com- com- computer nunchuck control lathe lathe work over here. So you're like you're like RoboCop in his downtime. Oh my god! Oh my god! One day, one day, kids. Uh, so Stone, tell us. Why don't you give us? The I mean, obviously we know about Onefinity, but why don't you give us the rundown Onefinity, what you what your products are, what how you got involved? Um, yeah, so I guess I'll kind of start at the beginning. I um, was a junior in college and was asked to make the assembly video because they needed somebody who was just nobody and was a face and could be in a video and follow instructions. Um, I had never used a CNC before when I first opened the box to make that video. Um, and I just kind of was forced to pick it up because I was making the video, you know, I was just following instructions at the, at the beginning. Um, but it was kind of like a learn it as you go thing. And then, uh, after school, I was offered a job to, um, kind of fill some gaps. I just, started off i helped the support team out um so i do that um obviously i make all of our support videos still um that's how i started uh i go to shows and stuff and get to meet all the the makers and do instagram and facebook and all that stuff so i just really um my main thing is just interacting with the community doing that um taking care of that for the company um and support um 
but the company itself um, is a machine manufacturing company. We don't do software or anything like that. You know, um, we build CNC machines and the, the main focus is this modular system. Um, started out, we had two machine sizes. We had the 16 by 16 machinists, which you don't see a lot of. Uh, and then the woodworker, which is kind of like our flagship product. Um, and that turned into uh, the, those are the, the 35 millimeter tubes that, you know, that, that's what we started out with the basic model. And then that kind of turned into the X50, um, which is the bigger X-Rail. And then the journeyman came along. And then, uh, so we've got the 32 by 48. And then um, after, yeah, that's what you've got now. And then last year we came out with the elite series and introduced the foreman, which is our four by four. Um, and, uh, we just did the upgrade kits and now you can take your old machine. That's what Braden did. Uh, he was one of our beta testers for that. Uh, one of my Guinea pigs. Um, but yeah, so we have those two machine types right now, um, with the build box controller or the Masso controller, we have 16 by 16 all the way up to 48 by 48. Um, but the machine is all ball screw driven. So that was kind of, that's kind of our thing is it is all, uh, very rigid, very sturdy. Um, and it's reliable mechanically. You don't have to change plastic wheels and rubber belts, stuff like that. Um, just kind of, it goes, it does its thing and it's always going to. So it's just a reliable, dependable, heavy duty machine for a really, really good price. Um, and we're really involved in the community. We like to work with people. We like to, you know, make sure our people are taken care of. And uh, I think that's the coolest thing about my job is just like getting to interact with the community and see how much everyone really does love the company. Uh, it just makes me love my job even more. So that's that's a little bit of a background about us. I can attest to the rigidity of these machines because I like to figure out just how bad I can abuse mine. Stone, cover your ears. You don't need to listen to this. But I like to see just how uh, doofusy I can be with my cut. So I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I didn't say I had a couple of like really deep holes in my spoil board because I assume that the computer's going to fix my mistakes. That's the most upsetting part about any CNC work is anything that goes wrong is it's 100% your fault. It's doing exactly mm -hmm. what you told it to do. But that's, yeah, no, you're go ahead. It's the most frustrating. I was just gonna say it's the most frustrating thing. Like I, I don't have any holes in my spool board right now because it's brand new, but like it happens to everyone at some point, you're going to do stuff and it's going to be your fault. Um, it just sucks. But yeah. Snapping that first bit just hurts. It hurts your soul. I've been saving. I have, I don't have a ton of them but I've been saving my broken bits. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet, but I'm going to make something out of all of them at some point. You could sacrifice them up like as an offering to the, to the CNC overlords. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm trying to not just go to the obvious like epoxy, but that's, that's all I've come up with so far. Something with epoxy. It just makes sense. When in doubt, you dump it in epoxy. Yep. It, it just works. That makes Man, sense. Man, you have got so many. I don't. Did you get your iPad going? You have got yeah, so many mustache comments coming through. Yeah. I mean, I've been working on it for a while now. So did you. So when you're, you're, you're a junior in college and they are, you know, one Fandy's like, you have a face. We need a face to do videos. Did you have the mustache? Or no, were they I just was... like investing at that time that you may one day have that? No, I was clean shaven. I had never had facial hair uh, before COVID. So that was, I, I started doing videos like the beginning of my junior year. And then second semester of my junior year of college is when COVID hit. And then I was just at home all the time. And I was like, I'm not going to shave. And I grew a mustache and a beard. My mom hated it. So have you uh, ever thought about putting together sort of a, a series of projects similar to like the Benchy and the 3D printing world to uh, 
look into your calibration and uh, things that are going to make make your Onefinity operate at, at the optimal level? Um, there are there's a couple tests like you can run like there's a called like a circle diamond square test. It's a circle with the square with inside of it with the diamond inside of that. And it just measures like your X and your Y that's for X and Y. So you can see if something's off there. Um, for Z, it's more just like measuring height with the caliper, making sure that what you programmed is actually what it's cutting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the extent of that. I don't have like, there's not like a benchy because it's not as much like you're messing with temperature and adhesion. It's, you know, the different material, it could be a different material every time you cut something and you got different bits. You got different spindle speeds. You got different feed rates. So there's a lot of different things that go into it. So it's not just like one size fits all for everything, I guess. So there are some tests out there that you can kind of gauge your work on, but it's also kind of dependent on material, your bit, all those things. So it kind of varies. Plus, there's the uh, there's always the the QC test that you get in every yeah. in every box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so every machine gets uh, assem- it gets built, it gets assembled. We test the entire thing with your controller, uh, with your rails, all that stuff. We drop a router with the same bit in it, and we run our test, make sure everything looks right, and if it's good, we ship it. So that happens with every machine. I know a lot of people kind of like, oh, they don't really put it, but we really do put every single machine together. So that's why we have taken so long to catch up because we want to make sure we do it right the first time. So, so for somebody that doesn't have a CNC, that's kind of looking to get into that type of making, you have a lot of options in machines. You've got the different controllers. You have all that. What do you recommend? Like somebody that's just starting like, Hey, I want to run a CNC. Where the heck, where do you think that they should start? I mean, if we're talking Onefinity, X35 series is more than enough, especially for a beginner. Um, There's nothing I couldn't do on my 4x4 Elite Foreman that I couldn't do on that machine other other than size-wise. I could do everything on that machine I could do with this one, maybe not as efficiently or as fast or uh, as flashy you know but it'll do the same things um and it's a lot simpler layout it's a lot simpler interface uh and it's a lot cheaper to start with um and the nice thing about our system is once you've learned on that you can upgrade to whatever else you want to do as you know so i would say x35 woodworker is the place to start maybe a journeyman if you want to do bigger peach stuff and you can always tile on that too so I have yet to tile anything because I feel like that has a level of precision that my brain is not, it's probably capable of, but it's not interested in finding out. It's, I actually haven't ever done it myself. I know like the steps behind it because I've helped people through it. Um, But it's a lot more simple than you would think. It's just making sure that you line everything up right and you index everything right. If you don't mark it and make sure you have a good reference, then everything gets off. But that's the biggest thing is just making sure you get your reference right. So tile, I mean, so tiling is essentially you're cutting here and then you have some sort of reference and you're essentially just shifting the workpiece down and it's shifting yeah. the entire carve onto like the next step. It's exactly. tiling. Yeah, tiling. So, all right. So you have all the machines, you have the different sizes, you have all that. And then y'all just keep going forward and you have, you've got lasers. Mm -hmm. How did you get in? How did, how did lasers get involved? Um, I mean, it's kind of just the obvious next step. I, there's a lot of, you know, laser companies that make standalone lasers that are usually like no bigger than 24 by 24 inches. Um, but JTEC was actually already in existence when we started up as a company. Um, and he had a really good reputation and we knew he was somebody we wanted to work with because it just makes sense. You strap a laser on your CNC and rather than spend, you know, a thousand bucks on a standalone laser, spend 
like the seven watt when that came out, I don't remember exactly how much it was like six, 700 bucks. You spend 600 bucks and then you've got a laser on a 32 by 32 bed for half the price and you get a bigger bed. So it just kind of makes sense. Um, and lasers you can do different things with, uh, you know, you can engrave with a laser lightly and change the contrast on a piece. So that, that kind of just adds another dimension to what you can do with the machine. So that was kind of the, just the obvious next step. So next steps, we're in the middle of you guys dropping a new product every single day, starting this last Monday for the rest mm -hmm. of the week. Mm -hmm. One of those was a laser. Yeah. You want to walk us through the week? Uh, sure. So, I mean, for Monday was uh, this guy. I've got it right here. The JTEC 44 watt laser. Um, and for reference, here's that seven watt that we started with that we were talking about a second ago. So good guy. They've, they've come a long way. Yeah. It's about four How times as big. How much wall power is required to drive that 40 watt laser? Is it just 110 volts? Just, uh, it's a, actually it runs off of, I'll show you real quick. I've got it right here. It's just a computer power brick. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's a two and a half amp computer brick. So that's all it is. So can you freehand with that? With the laser? Yeah. Just, you know, no, so on the it's wall, got stuff a, like that. One thing this is, so they added this in the 24 watt, but it's got, if you can kind of hear it, I don't know if y'all can hear that or not, but it's got a little uh, ball bearing in there that sits on a sensor and it's actually a tilt sensor. So if it tilts at all, it'll fall out of that little cradle and the laser will automatically cut off. So if you're not holding it straight up and down, it won't fire. And if you tilt it and that sensor goes off, does it also stop your game of pinball? I guess so. <laughs> or no, I, I, that would really start the game of pinball, I would think. Oh, yeah, I suppose. All, all I'm hearing here is that a little dab of uh, CA glue from George Supply Co. And you could have a free-handed rocket laser just like in Austin Powers. If you do that and you burn your house down, I'm not responsible. Okay, so definitely don't do that. And don't use your 40-watt laser to carve your initials in the ceiling of your shop. Don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Please don't do that. For your own safety and my sanity, don't do that. Okay, don't do that, kids. <laughs> this is Sawdust Talk After Dark. We have some some fun uh, fun thoughts, but make sure that you take good advice from people who know what they're doing like stuff. No, I mean, it would be really cool if you could do it, but I wouldn't advise it. It's one of those Here things I would do in the shop and then not post a video about it. Yeah, that's okay, a, there we go. Now we've got disclaimer. <laughs> there you go. It's not officially supported. As Luke Gelman would say, garage science. There you go. I feel like not, maybe I need to modify it. It shouldn't say not officially supported. It should say not officially or unofficially supported. Yeah, it's just not supported. <laughs> just don't do all. it. All right. So, so Monday. How deep can the 40 watt laser cut in something like a piece of birch plywood? Well, like, I, this is half inch birch plywood, and it cut that in one pass. Jeez uh, Louise. Yeah, so that was 10 inches a minute. So, uh, and it, it went, I mean, it was straight through. I just poked it and it, it tapped, tapped right out of there. So I haven't cut anything else. I literally got it yesterday and I went live on the OneFinity account with Morgan last night talking about yesterday and the day before. Um, and I hadn't used it until like 10 minutes before I went on that live. So I haven't really had time to mess with it. Uh, JTEC did all their testing and made sure the product was ready and got all that done. And then he overnighted me one. So I would have something to show off yesterday. So more, more to come on that one, but, uh, it is very capable. He cut, I want to say it's three quarter inch pine in one pass and wow, at 10 inches a minute. So it'll, it'll cut through some thick material. All right. So that's like just a, a piece of white wood or something from your yeah. large home store. Yeah. But this this is one two three four five six. Yeah, this is seven layered, half inch birch ply, and it cut it really really clean in one pass. So I would 
I would definitely recommend this over any of the other lasers for cutting or like not to like rag on anybody, but like if you're going to buy an X tool and you have one infinity, don't buy an X tool, just buy that and you get a way bigger bed too. So. Well, and you could also, if you, you know, if you've got time, if you wait until next year, it'll be an 88 watt because he just keeps every year. He just glues another one onto the thing. Dude, I, I honestly don't know like what he'll have next. I didn't think last year when he came out with the 24 watt, he was like, there's not going to be a 40 watt. He's like, I just can't do it. And then he did it. So I don't know. But yeah, I mean that power, that's better than some CO2 lasers. Yeah. I mean, CO2 lasers start around 30 watts. So that's more than that. And it, it is measuring the actual output. So it's a true 44 watt laser. So, okay. So I know you're the, you're the CNC, not the laser guy, but what is the difference between, cause that's a diode laser. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between like a diode laser and a CO2 laser? Like where would somebody want one or the other? So, I mean, with this one, it kind of takes CO2 lasers down a notch other than clear acrylic. Um, you can't cut clear acrylic with a diode laser because of the wavelength. Um, so that's a, that's the one thing with this one, really. Um, other than that, um, once you start getting up to like this 44 watt, there's not really a ton of difference. I mean, they are different type of laser beam. Uh, the CO2 laser has obviously got a tube um and it's water cooled this is just air cooled it's a lot smaller it's a lot more compact um but those are the big things i mean obviously a co2 laser you're going to have a big old case around it and it's going to be a a standalone kind of thing so diodes are usually a lot smaller a lot more portable stuff like that uh mark had a question he asked does it have a light shield yeah so this uh, orange acrylic on the front is actually something that JTEC developed specifically for blue diode lasers, and it blocks the uh, wavelength so it won't hurt your eyes. It's the same stuff they make the safety glasses out of. Yeah, because when it comes to lasers, everybody, boys and girls, if you can see blue, it's bad. Don't stare at it. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> if... Uh... Sorry, um, lost my my train of thought here for just a second. Uh, give me a second, boys. I'll, I'll be right back with you. Uh, Mitchell's Woodwork says he's just going to hold out for like one or two more years, and at the rate he's going, uh, JTEC's just going to have a straight-up lightsaber. <laughs> uh, Big Bear, what about small farmland animals? What, what about them? What about them? Yeah, I don't. I can't think of a single joke or comment we've made that has anything to do with small farmland animals. Eleven sixteen woodworks asked if you could etch acrylic with a diode. You can etch it, but you have to use like a black sharpie on top of it first. Um, we were talking about this last night on our live. The the clear acrylic will just bounce the beam back because it's reflective. It won't uh, absorb that that beam. So putting a black marker or something, black paint on there will force it to absorb that light and it'll etch the top of it, but it won't cut it. So with diode, you can etch it, but you can't sketch it. Yeah. And uh, Myers Woodchop added a very good disclaimer. If you are cutting what you think is acrylic and it puts off yellow smoke, it is not acrylic and you should stop cutting it because it's actually making the chemical equivalent of mustard gas and it will kill you. So, fun fun tip for the night. You learned something there. Man, you guys never let me have any fun. I thought it was just <laughs> lemon cotton candy coming out of there. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. It, it took me a second to reorganize my thoughts. Um, in the coming weeks, are you guys going to be putting out videos or content about uh, various substrates and what will and won't be working either on Instagram or on the website or... Um. So JTEC has already kind of done that. He posted his cut test video with a bunch of different materials on YouTube. Um, but I'm sure we'll, we'll be doing some stuff just kind of showing off what the laser can do. Uh, and I had some people ask some 
some specific materials to test out. So I'm going to do that. I know I've got some black acrylic, some half inch acrylic, uh, lots of plywood, you know, leather. Um, we'll try the, the paint or Sharpie on some glass or some acrylic and etch that just kind of see how everything turns out. Maybe make a couple reels on that or something like that. Some YouTube videos. Do you think the comment about small farmland animals was in regard to uh, definitely not freehand lasering things? It was. How does that correlate, though? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to brand their sheep with a 40 watt <laughs> handheld laser with some CA glue. Is that is that what we're working on? I think it was a, a follow up to. Oh, it was a follow up to Paul's question. Can you etch acrylic with diode and then follow up? What about small farm? Can you etch small farmyard animals? I mean, I guess you could. I don't know. That was I've never, that's a that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut joke. Sorry, I've never man. stuck my hand in it, so I don't know what happens. I don't really want to find out. <laughs> Have you tried I, etching a hot dog or like a piece of bologna? Like if you really? The, no, but I might have to. I did. Yeah, pump, I've done a pumpkin pie. I tried sweet potato pie. It does not laser as well as pumpkin. Um, I think we're looking at your next big, uh, like your year's worth of content. Will it laser? lasering food? Onefinity, home of the the hobbyist CNC. Will it laser? See, I just, I don't know. I feel like it would it would be more more fun to like actually CNC a food, but that would get really messy really fast, and I don't want to clean it up. Hey, look, I know that there are you know chocolate 3d printers out there in this world mm -hmm. and all i'm saying is that subtractive manufacturing you know yourself I feel like maybe if you you got the speeds and speeds right you might be able to do some chocolate yeah i just i feel like that's a one-way ticket to a really angry router i carved a pumpkin last year on halloween I yeah. like Myers, Myers Woodshops. Uh, he qualifies it if a uh, if a diode laser can do leather. If so, it can also do small farmyard animals. That's a very good point. And it can, I know it can engrave on leather. I'm sure it could probably cut it with the 44. Yeah, so I guess farm animals are in. Can we get uh, another banner down there, Brayden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Autostock and Onefinity neither encourage nor condone the active use of freehand laser sketching on animals. We, we Airweights Air made a good point. They said cold, cold chocolate. You can see and see frozen rubber, which is very true. I know last year at WorkbenchCon, um, Hamilton and the guys from Carveco had a contest to make a rubber stamp with the cnc and i was very confused at first but hamilton froze all the rubber pieces before and it worked so hmm. frozen fro freeze your chocolate all right so before we get into tuesday because we're still stuck on monday i just want to throw that out there um and and we're talking about releases. Is there any discussion in the Onefinity universe about uh, fixturing plates, ideas, vices, maybe getting into the reverse air hockey table, he said with his funny gesture? Um, tabletop Vacuum tables? Nerd. Are you leaving that to other manufacturers to do a really good job so you can stay focused on your own stuff? That's not something that we are doing, um, but I will give a plug to Airweights. Um, Jace, who's one of their uh, founders, just sent me a system, and I just got it yesterday, the day before. I haven't set it up yet, but um, he actually uses a Onefinity to make all of them, so it's really cool. Um, and it's somebody that's in the community, so um, that would be That'd be my recommendation. I haven't used it yet, but everybody that I've seen has loved it so far. So, um, but yeah, that's not something that we're doing just because we got we got other stuff on our mind. Very cool. Okay, so tell us about Tuesday. Yes. So Tuesday. Um, so this is the normal brake that or the normal motor that comes on the Z axis. Let me wait. I'm gonna be. 
the Z axis. <laughs> you like that? Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, but this is the normal Z axis motor that comes on the machine. But we announced yesterday for people who have 80 millimeter spindles because they are much heavier and the Z20 has a uh, higher ball screw pitch instead of 10, it's 16. So it, it's a higher pitch. And when you turn the machine off, this was dropping. So we came out with a motor brake that's integrated. All you got to do is take off four bolts, pull the motor off, um, unplug the wires, and then loosen two more bolts on the coupler. And it's that easy. So it's quick plug and play uh, solution for that that motor drop. So that was yesterday's. I know it's not the most exciting thing, but it was a uh, it's a huge thing for the people that have 80 millimeter spindles, especially. Uh, and it makes it a lot safer because whenever you e-stop, if your bit is still spinning and you e-stop and it just drops, it's going to cut a hole in your material or whatever you're carving or your table, um, or if you're not careful, you. So it's a big thing for safety and it's just a, a nice thing. So it keeps people from breaking bits. Listen, nobody thinks that brakes in cars are that exciting either until you need them. So That's very true. Yeah, it, it, uh, I haven't broken any bits from it dropping, but I know some people have, and it hurts losing, you know, $40, $50 every time that happens. So, all right. So that brings us to today. Yes. What was today's announcement? Um, today was a Ginny bit pack. Um, if you are not familiar with Ginny bits, guy named Cody uh, runs a company called Cadence Manufacturing. Uh, and he was in the uh, defense industry, I want to believe. He's a machinist. He worked in a big shop with a bunch of guys. Um, and he was doing hobby CNC stuff. Um, and he decided he wanted to make some tools that were specific to hobby CNCs that were designed to be used on Onefinity type of machines. Uh, and so, you know, the big twenty, thirty thousand dollars machines, um, and his, his bits are just, they're awesome. They work. Um, they're affordable. Uh, they hold up. There you go. Braden's got one. Uh, but we just released, I actually only have five of the six bits here. Um, I don't have the little eighth inch down cut, but, uh, we've got, let's see, I'll just go through the Jenny bit, which is a quarter inch compression bit kind of hold these up for you guys to see uh quarter inch compression bit so what's special about this instead unlike other compression bits it's only got uh an eighth of an inch of an up cut before it switches to a down cut most of them it's like i want to say like a third of an inch or something like that so you don't have to cut as far before it actually starts acting as a compression bit which is really cool because we're not always cutting through you know two or three inch stuff it's three quarter or whatever uh, so there's the Ginny bit, which is the bit that started it all. Um, let's see. This is the downtown Ginny, which is a quarter inch down cut bit. Um, it's just a down cut bit, but like I said, Cody uh, does a great job making all his bits. Um, I love this thing. I use it all the time. Um, we've got yeah, the... That, that quarter inch... That quarter inch downtown is the one that like lives in my CNC. Yeah. I cut a lot of plywood and this is so much less like, what's the word? Screamy. Like it doesn't scream like I'm butchering it, uh, which is really pleasant on the ears. It just seems like it cuts smoother. And then um, the next one, which is the eighth inch version of the down cut bit the eighth inch downtown genie. Uh, it's the same exact bit. It's just smaller. Um, and then if you don't have an eighth inch collet or you just don't want to change it, then we've got the slim gin, which is the exact same eighth inch down cut. It's got a little bit longer flute length. Um, but that's just another eighth inch down cut with a quarter inch shank. So you don't have to change your collet out. That is, my favorite bit for cutting things out. Um, 
It's my go-to. Anything three-quarter or less, that's what I cut it with, guaranteed, every time. Um, and then this is the Skinny Jenny, which is a 16th-inch tapered ball nose. Ah. And this one is my favorite for um, 3D finishing passes. So if you're doing a 3D carve, using a ball nose, I, I usually use like a quarter inch end mill for the roughing and then go back with that. And, uh, just let it rip. The, my favorite thing about these bits is like Braden said, they're so quiet. Uh, when I'm running like a 3D finishing pass, you're not taking off a ton of material, but like air-cooled spindle and this, and you like don't even hear it running in the other room. Uh, and then the last one, which I don't have, is the um, the big flapper. It's just a spatula mini, that you just the mini genie, the uh, just the eighth-inch compression bit. So that's yeah, that's, eight inch all the way down for a smaller yeah, collet. It, yeah, it's just like the say the first one I showed you, just in an eighth inch version. So, just a smaller collet, smaller shawl shaft. Big Bear, I feel inclined to throw up just one more uh, disclaimer just for you. He says, uh, "Can you recommend a decent bit for uh, farmland animals?" So, just to throw up. Uh, farmland animal, farmyard animal CNCing is not officially supported by Onefinity or Sawdust Talk. I think that's a different kind of bit. That one, you know, the one that goes in their mouth. Yeah. Well, I see what you did there. Bit comes with a bridle. I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah, that one. Proud of you, buddy. From Texas. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay, so do we get a that. do we get a sneaky peeky reveal? Yeah. For, what's uh, for for Thursday or or. Do the, the cool kids in the audience have to wait? You have to wait. I'm sorry. I, I like my job. I don't want to lose it. I wouldn't either. It sounds like you've got it going on, man. Yeah, man. Now, it's actually it's sitting right behind the camera, but you can't see it. A Onefinity couch. No, not that. It was on the floor in front of that couch. Onefinity officially branded single left socks of stones. There aren't even any socks in this room, man. You're just starting to make stuff up now. I we figure if I come up, I figure if I come up with my... something, yeah, if I come up with something ridiculous, at some point you're gonna be like, no, it's definitely not that. It's this, and then we'll get it. We'll get the news. Nah. Nah. It's a Onefinity blender. It's not that easy. No, it's a it's a Onefinity belt driven margarita machine because That'll nothing be says shop safety. Like belt-driven CNC alcohol. That would be absolutely ridiculous. Consider considering we don't use belts. Well, you know, you just a put ball a, screw-driven margarita mixer, maybe. There you go. But no, you put a, a belt on the spindle, and it drives your blender. What you yeah. could do is you could actually. I'm gonna leave that one it, to you. You could mount it on the top. And then mount the blender off to the side. So as it's traveling along the Y, it's doing like this. You try that out. Let me know how it goes. All right. All right. Well, this so, talk, uh, neither encourages nor condones the use of heavy equipment or electricity. Boy, a lot of disclaimers on this episode. Or um, doing any of those things while consuming alcohol. That's what we were getting. Yes. Yeah. But a nice Dr. Pepper, that's okay. A nice Dr. Pepper always hits the spot. All right, everybody that's watching in the chat uh, live, I want you guys just to start throwing up all of the most ridiculous things that you guys can think of that might be announced tomorrow. Somebody's going to get it. We're going to figure it out. But while we're doing that, all right, so Stone, uh, you guys are... see Onefinity tattoo needles. <laughs> just put your arm under? Yeah, it's like in, uh, what is that, Idiocracy? Just stick your arm into uh, the machine, right? All right. So <laughs> I was I was going to say yesterday I was cutting out some stuff and the corner started to lift up and I started to like push my finger down in there because I had some, uh, it was blue tape and CA glue. It was just cutting something out real quick. And I started to push my finger down to make it stick down. I was like, mm, maybe not. Yeah, don't do that. That's the danger end of that machine. Yeah. That's the that's the spicy side. 
spicy side. All right. So you guys are you're very involved in the community, which is one of the things that that we like about you most. Um uh, to quote uh, Letter Kenny, it's the things that we appreciate about you. Um, you guys were at WorkbenchCon. You were at Maker Camp. What was was that y'all's first time at Maker Camp? Yeah, me and Morgan both. That was our first time. We'd never been. Um, I didn't even know it existed until like the year last year when it was happening and people were posting about it. So, what was your experience? Because it was it was different. It was awesome. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love WorkbenchCon, but, like, it's just a totally different experience. Um, It's a lot less structured. So, I mean, there is structure in, like, a schedule if you're taking classes, I guess. But for me, it was a lot less structured because I didn't have, like, I have to be at the booth all day, every day during the schedule like we we had time to like go around and do other stuff and go to the other tents and you know check out what's going on but like also the rain kind of changed everything um so like was that friday or that was saturday oh, I guess. saturday um when it rained all day we just like sat around and talked to everybody and hung out all day everybody was out there and like it sucked that it rained, but everybody was still just having a good time hanging out. So it was just really fun to be around everybody. And I think that's the biggest thing about all these events. Um, just getting to hang out with everybody, catch up with your friends and meet new people and talk about whatever you're doing in the shop or whatever's going on. Like, I don't know. There's, there's so many people that I've met from WorkbenchCon and Maker Camp. Like we talk every day, we keep up with each other's lives. There's just, something about the community that's really cool. Um, but yeah, from, from like a brand standpoint, it's, it's kind of weird because everybody's walking up and just talking to you and asking questions or like, it's really weird when people walk up and they're like, I recognize you from YouTube because I'm like, I'm nobody, you know, like I just make videos and I sound boring in all of my videos on top of that, like they're instructional stuff. So it's not fun. Um, but it's always really humbling when people are like, you did a great job or uh, I really, really like the videos or whatever. Um, so that stuff's really cool. Um, but also it's really humbling because I'm representing a brand and they trust me as a 25 year old kid to go do that. So uh, I'm really lucky to be where I'm at and I'm, I'm thankful for all of it. Like this, this community has been huge. So yeah, that's kind of, that's how I feel about those things. I love these guys. I love you guys. I love this community. Like it's just a, it's an awesome thing. Glad to be a part of it. I'm mostly shocked that they still trust you to like go out and represent the brand after karaoke. Hey, I did a great job. I thought I did a great job. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the, the video of me playing the fake fiddle. And, uh, that was a hit at the office. Devil went down to Georgia. It's a crowd favorite. I didn't pick it. Katrina did. She was like, last minute, will you sing this with me? And I said, yes, not thinking about it. And then when it came time to sing, I wasn't ready. But we did it. It was fun. Um, I think they said something about maybe doing karaoke at WorkbenchCon this year, too. So I'm sure that'll get crazy. That'll be good. I, uh, Brayden, do you have a karaoke song about which you are most proud? He sang karaoke a couple times. I want to say that night. I have, uh, I am 100% enthusiasm and 0% talent when it comes to karaoke, (laughs) which is great for me. Like I have a blast. It's not great for everybody around me. No, you did awesome. You were great. Look, man, fun Uh, is fun. Colton from Colt Crit doing red hot chili peppers right after me. I was like, you know what? I felt pretty good about mine. And uh, now, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to slink on back here. He killed it. His energy was insane. Like that, that could have been a live concert in front of 20,000 people. I couldn't tell. Oh yeah. And then we had uh Barnett from Barnett builds. He has freaking pipes, like mm-hmm. technically accurate pipes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, karaoke was fun, and Maker Camp was a lot of fun. Um, minus the you know the biblical flooding, but 
It was insane. There was a literal river under the table. We had our CNC set up and there was a river that had been cut by the water going right under it. I still think it's crazy that you guys were at the top of the hill and you were the first one shut down because of all the water. Mm-hmm. There's water everywhere. We also had like a tent full of dozens of people using power tools. So that was kind of the biggest thing. Like we were the power carving tent. So everybody that was there had power tools. So it's kind of a safety thing. Everything was electricity. Everything. Except for the axe guys, they they were doing their hand carving. So they were like laughing at us once, once we had the electricity pulled. I have a like eighty percent cleaned up axe head, and that's as far as I got in that project before I realized that it was like a, it's like an all day thing to get that project done. And I was like, I can't. I can't you not could, sit and chit chat with people for eight hours and focus on one project. You could clean the head up and then you can cut a handle on your CNC. I plan on doing that. I had, I had Pete mail it to me afterwards uh, because, because carrying fly a, with an ax head. Yeah. You can't fly with like a rusty, like found it in the woods ax. Like people get antsy. Uh, it makes sense. But I tried hanging it like, just from a necklace and just saying it was like a, a jewelry piece and they were, they weren't buying it. So. so you weren't just like flavor flavor. And- yeah. It's Axie funny axe. you say that because at maker camp, um, Morgan carved out of a little walnut cookie. He made a flavor flavor clock that, uh, Luke wore as a necklace. You guys were also carving out stool samples. Yeah. We, uh, miniature stool samples. Um, well, that, yeah, that's good Morgan for, for ha- miniature like stool flat- sitters, right? Morgan has like a flat pack stool that you can cut out of a three-quarter piece of plywood. Um, and we were given a piece of quarter-inch ply, and we we're like, we'll just make it three times smaller so the it fits. Um, so they were miniature stools, and Morgan just had the bright idea to call them stool samples. So Makes sense to me. It makes people's day when you're like, would you like a stool sample? And you just hand them a mini stool because it's not what they're expecting to feel. Kamani says he heard uh, he heard car- the word karaoke and had to join. He was compelled to join the chat. Oh, man, we're getting tons of great ideas for what could be coming out Thursday. Uh, let's see. 3D printer attachment. Tattoo removal attachment. Let's see. Uh, I just got a text. And my boss said I can give you all a teaser. (gasps) But I have to turn the lights off. Oh, God. Don't worry. It's nothing like that kind of teaser. Um, Give me a second here. The suspense is killing me. Yes, yeah, seriously. Sorry, guys. Wait, let me turn off my lights now. Hold Let's on, he's got to sure put on his back brace because it weighs 212 pounds. This is going to be <laughs> no, awesome. It's not that big. All I hear All right. is zippers, zipping and unzipping. What is going well, on? Oh, y'all can see really well still. This is so bright. This isn't. This may not work. Too I'm late. You're to already do. down the rabbit hole. Give us what we want. Give us what we want. It's a glow-in-the-dark paint covering for your your Onefinity. No, wait. I've lost it in the dark here. Oh, my gosh. I was given instructions, and I have to to follow these. Because, like I said, I like my job. No, we'd like you, and we want you to to keep your your gainful employment. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm on the Um, fence. I might be willing to cash that in to get get the teaser. 12 hours early. All right. Let me turn this, turn this around now. Uh, I feel like we're sawdust so camera options here. This is the Blair sawdust talk project. Going on. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to say Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. Here you go. Wait, I gotta, Oh, here we go. You ready? Oh, it's here a Maso controller. 
No, it's a Roomba. Sweet. All right, that's all you get. Did y'all see one, one more time? One more time. Oh boy. If Ooh. I can find it, I don't know where my hand is in here. Ooh. What am I looking? Um. Turn on the oh, light. You'll be is. able to see your hand better. Something with a green light. Okay. Now that I'm in the dark, um, turn on some lights. This is kind of weird now. I've been in the dark for a while here. There we go. Anyways. Look at that. You were depriving us of mustache and obscuring our vision. You want an even better view of mustache. So these uh, these went on sale yesterday. This is Dude. The Morgan Hop. <laughs> So team, you've got a Team Morgan Hop shirt and you've got a Team Stone shirt. Yeah. And those are available on the Onefinity site? Yes, they are for sale on the Onefinity site. There was a joke. This isn't true, but there was a joke made today in the office that whoever sells the most shirts with their face on it gets a Christmas bonus. If that Christmas but, bonus is one of those five-gallon buckets of Reese's peanut butter cups from Costco, dude, which I think that would be worth it. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Who doesn't like peanut butter cups? I mean, besides, besides the people, people with peanut allergies, yeah. you know. And at that point, is it even worth it? Is it even worth being alive? Yeah, I don't know, man. I put mine in the freezer and I, I haven't been able to go back. I hear if you put them in the freezer, it counteracts the allergic properties, and so you can eat them. Y'all, I just got the funniest Instagram message I've ever received uh, from Big Bear. <laughs> I can't say it out loud, but you just have to believe me. Well, and that's uh, what, what Sawdust Talk After Dark is for there. Um, exactly. Wonderful. So the time is now 10.02. We've got about, uh, I don't know, six or seven minutes before our, our hour-long show is up. Is there anything that you want to tell us about or wanted to talk about on this episode that we have not covered? I mean, I don't think so. Um, Braden just asked if I wanted to come on and hang out. And this actually, it wasn't like a planned thing that this was going to be launch week. It just kind of worked out that way. And he texted me the other day and was like, you ready? And I said, Kate, hey, by the way. Um, so it's just kind of worked out. So I'm glad that I'm thankful that y'all guys let me come on here and, you know, just show you what we, what we got going on this week. So it worked. I, it, it was fated to work out because when I checked our schedule of guests, I forgot that the 29th of November was a date. And so I had the date of December 6th for you, but I had yeah. you slotted for this week. Ah, <laughs> that makes sense. So, techni so technically you're also booked next week. So anything you miss tonight, we're going to cover next week. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> All right. Did, did we have any relevant and useful questions in any of our other chats? I, don't know, I think that's what I'm looking back at right now. Yeah, I think that's two very different things. In those sentences. Uh, we do have somebody that said uh, blink once if uh, if tomorrow's announcement is metal related. Blink twice if it's wood related. Both. Uh, it's both. Uh, cross your eyes. Cross your eyes if it's both. <laughs> there you go. We have a guess of a 3D scanner attachment. Nope. It's a Morse code writer for G code. Oh, that's from the official Onefinity account. So that's got to be it. Must they be. wouldn't lie to us. They might. Yeah, I got nothing. It allows it to talk to the 5G antennas while not requiring the users to wear a tinfoil hat. Is that is that what this is about? <laughs> oh man. Is this is this what they meant by activating the five G in our COVID vaccines? Is this it's happening now? Maybe. It was a long it was a long play by Onefinity. Ah, uh, 
It's the Onefinity CNC toothbrush attachment. Mm-hmm. Ooh, is it like a, you guys are repurposing old Wii, like the Xbox Connect cameras so that you can hand control your CNC? Your body movement controls it? Yeah, this this just dives it straight into the swirl board. <laughs> I'm glad that this is an audio-only episode in some places. <laughs> I don't know. I I think that that move is uh, precisely what this show needed this evening. Um, Okay, so now the time is 10.06, and normally as we near the end of our hour, as I'm sure you may or may not have seen, um, I like to ask our guests to provide uh, maybe a a motivational thought or, or a final musing or something to convince the boys and girls in the audience to get out into their shops and make a mess and turn on their tools or, or pick up a chisel and, and get awesome. Is there anything that you would like to share to the boys and girls and Pats that are listening this evening? I would just say, don't ever think that you can't do it because when I started working for this company three and a half years ago, uh, I'd never touched a CNC in my life. And now I am considered a quote unquote expert on this machine, which is viewed by a lot of people as like one of the best hobby CNCs in the world. So don't ever think that just because you don't have experience with something or don't have a background in something that you can't pick it up and learn it and be really good at it. Just like anybody that's been doing it for a long time. Um, that and uh, drink lots of Dr. Pepper. Just just to clarify for everybody, when he says, if you think you can do it, try it, you know, when he insinuates that, he still does not mean freehand lasering with no, uh, your 44 lasering. watt. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, just take the time and really make the effort and it'll pay off. Don't, don't try to take shortcuts because it ends up being the long way. Um, and, yeah, have fun doing it. Don't take it so seriously that it's not fun because then there's no point doing it. And don't do it by yourself. Everything's more fun with friends. Man, those are awesome. Don't give me that look. I'm just trying to decide what direction do we take that one down? But no, we we take it in the direction of that's dang fine advice. Two heads is better than one. And teaching somebody else what you're learning on the fly is a great way to reinforce your experiments. Mm-hmm. And if that either is... one of you knows what you're doing, even like two heads to think about what, what the problem is you're trying to figure out. And there's, there's more than one way to, to find a solution to something. There's always more than one way. Well, I said sometimes there's not, but most of the time there's more than one way. Um, and you don't always have to be right either. So I disagree with that one. But everything else was was great advice. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all right. If even if you think you're right, you sometimes you just got to pretend that you're not and make people happy. That's customer support for you. <laughs> oh. Love you. All guys. right. All well, that wasn't a dig at you. Uh, anyways, Stone, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it was awesome talking to you about about. Onefinity about Maker Camp about you know just hanging out. It's you're, yeah, it's man. always fun to hang out with you, and uh, for having me. just doing it at Maker Camp and WorkbenchCon is is uh, not enough. So selfishly, I'm just I'm glad to have a little bit more time with you. So I appreciate. It. Uh, I'm glad that y'all had me on here. This was awesome. I had a blast. Everybody listening, uh, we want to thank our sponsors again, Surf Prep. We want to thank George Supply Co. We could probably do what we do without them, but it'd be a lot less fun. Uh, so we appreciate them and their involvement in the community. Also, uh, want to make sure that everybody knows this is the final week to get involved with the maker project going on over at, uh, makers for St. Jude. So we have crossed the $10,000 mark for raising money for St. Jude's for this year. So we have two days to get to 20,000. So we, we should probably hurry up. Um, but awesome job, everybody make sure you get involved for the last couple days. Uh, and then past that, I mean, it's not just a once a month thing. 
Uh, if you want to listen to this episode or any of our old episodes, you can find them on YouTube. Uh, all of the other, I forget all of them. The second TJ starts throwing up fingers, I'm like, I don't know Apple? how many there are. Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, mm-hmm. Spotify Radio Public, PBS. Nope, that's not right. Radio. Um, what's that? iHeartRadio? Is it on there? Yeah. We are on iHeartRadio. Yeah. There you go. I think that covers all of them. YouTube? You said YouTube. And yeah. in your hearts. In your heart podcasts. Mm-hmm. But you can find episodes on just about every app that, that you want to use. So that's uh, that's it. That's all I got. So. Um, can I do a quick plug? Yes. Uh, tomorrow, just a reminder, 8 p.m. Eastern time, me and Morgan are going to go live again tomorrow. Uh, and we're going to cover um, what... We released today, again, just a quick recap of the bits uh, from the Onefinity account, just so our followers can see that too. Uh, and we will also be showing off what we will be releasing uh, 10 hours or 12 hours from now. So, yeah. Which is... Not I even, forgot. No, you 11, said, 11 hours from now. Yeah. And you said you said what that thing was earlier, but I just for the people that weren't here, could you remind us what it was that's being released uh, tomorrow? Sorry, buddy. Not that easy. You got to be better than that. I'm not. I guess I'm just going to have to wait like everybody else. So, all right, everybody. Well, it's a good one. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you again uh, next week. Same, uh, same bad time, same bad channel. (laughs) Bye. See you guys.